Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where each week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week we'll be speaking with adult performer Sasha Brabuster. Adult Site Broker is proud to announce the launch of our new website, Adult Site Broker 3.0, at adultsitebroker.com. The look and feel of the new site is nice and up-to-date and easier to navigate. The new site also has links to our affiliate program, ASB Cash, and our new blog. Speaking of ASB Cash, we've doubled our affiliate payouts. Now when you refer sellers or buyers to us at Adult Site Broker, you're going to receive 20% of our broker commission on any and all sales that result from that referral for life. You can either place a link to us on your site or refer buyers and sellers through an email introduction. ASB Cash is the first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage. Check out ASBCash.com for more details and to sign up. Now let's feature our property of the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. We're proud to offer for sale a tube site that has full-length BDSM videos for free. And it's just been reduced in price. The site is built on WordPress and is four years old. They're currently the only free tube providing premium BDSM videos. They regularly add user requests and user-provided content after moderation. The owner started the site out of frustration because there was nothing else out there like it and he wanted to visit such a site. It soon became popular on Reddit and business soared. The owner has decided to move on to other ventures outside the adult industry. The site's visitors come back again and again due to its uniqueness. They have over 13,000 premium videos, and most of them are 30 minutes or longer. With more videos and categories, the site can do even better. Most of the traffic is from Tier 1 countries. There is no advertising being done for the site. All of the traffic is either type-in or from SEO. This is a great opportunity for someone with existing traffic. Now only $235,000 U.S. dollars. Now time for this week's interview. My guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk is adult performer Sasha Brabuster. Sasha, thanks for being with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk. Well, thank you for having me. It is a pleasure for me being here. I thank everybody. Hey, I thank you for uh, taking the time so late in your evening in Detroit City. So, Sasha Brabuster is a natural, large-chested, exotic, ebony, adult film actress, try saying that three times, cover girl centerfold, former radio host, and double-jointed contortionist. Can't wait to hear about that. Her fans love her acrobatic pole performances and belly dancing stage shows. This former BBW took a short sabbatical and is ready to give her fans what they've been begging for, the new Sasha Brabuster. Sasha, what made you initially decide to work as a performer in the adult industry? Well, years ago, I was a call girl and a uh -huh. gentleman saw me on a uh, call girl website. He mm -hmm. called me up and says, hey, you got what the girls that I see have. I think you need to reach out. Gave me some phone numbers. Two of them told me to go kick rocks. <laughs> they said I was competition. <laughs> I was like, say what? What ended up happening? I says, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And then Africa Sex <laughs> says, you know what? I uh, I can help you out. 
she referred me to Peter Wall at Score mm-hmm. Magazine. And they told me, uh-huh. if you have your pictures airbrushed, we're going to tell you to go kick rocks. If you're real, we're going to go ahead and give you a chance. I took pictures. Mm-hmm. They flew me within 48 hours and paid me mm-hmm. thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and had me there a week. The rest was history. And, and I had uh-huh. never did movies before. And they says, you're going to do magazines and you're going to do movies. And I was like, what? I, I just, I don't do that stuff. Yes, you're going to do that stuff. They flew a guy <laughs> from California and was like, you're going to get naked. You're going to do this. And it was a big warehouse, bigger than Sam's Club. And they're telling me what I'm going to do. And the guy's looking at me because evidently and obviously he never saw boobs that big and they were heavy. And I'm scared <laughs> of him. He's scared of me. And he's looking like, yuck, because he's like, all this all this meat, you know? And so he's like trying to figure this out and they were heavy. And so he's looking at Peter, like, why did you put me with this woman? This monstrosity of a woman and all this meat, you know? And so Peter says, Sasha, show him what you do while you're here. When I start putting toes above my head, behind my neck, in my ear, he was like, let me make a phone call. And so he started calling people and friends and companies in California, the rest was history. And I started flying to California and I started getting shoots and and I was like, whoa. And the rest was history. And I started shooting and it was so funny because we shot all day long. They scores had me shoot multiple, multiple films. And mm-hmm. they was like, pick her up. And at that time, I'm 311 pounds. He was like, say what? They were like, pick her up, do power driver. And I didn't know what power driver was. <laughs> it was just so funny. Really good way to hurt yourself. So oh. it's the, it was Score Magazine, now it's Score Group, right? It was Score Group, but I was shooting for XL and Voluptuous mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it was mm-hmm. it was fun because it was an all-day shoot for like a whole week. I'm just shooting, shooting. And we ended up being the best of friends. But at first, he was like, what did you, he thought score was on crack or something, you know, <laughs> but we ended up being the best of friends. So you just mentioned uh, putting your toes in your ears. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, you've, uh, you're a double jointed contortionist. Is that something that helps you when you're doing porn scenes? Yes, I do. And implement that in all of the positions. Uh-huh. Okay. Tell me in about my it. pole dancing. Yeah. Well, give me some examples of the contortionist abilities and how that helps with uh, your scenes sure not at all well when i'm doing the uh, doggy style i'm wrapping my legs around the gentleman's neck and when i'm doing when we're on the bed and i have like the brass uh you know headboards i'm putting my legs over and under the headboard around the guy's necks and then putting them in his ears and my ears like that those are examples of some of the things they'll well they used to you know tape when I was doing the, um, you know, different positions when I was big girl. Now that I lost the weight, I'm even more flexible. So I'll oh, be sure. doing legs behind my back, one yeah. before, one back. And so some different things I'll be bringing to the table now is when I do the scenes, I'll be doing the splits on the guy while I lick his ankle or something like that. My God. When did you find out you were a contort? You were a double jointed contortionist. How did how did you how did that come about? Well, I well see, I grew up always being able to be flexible with my legs. See, I'm only flexible with my legs, 
And okay. then um, I started pole dancing right mm-hmm. before I went on my sabbatical, my health sabbatical. Uh, right. I started doing that and belly dancing. I've been doing that for years, but hmm. I never implemented the belly dancing into the movies. I just did just the contortionist stuff. Hmm? You should. Yeah, I'm going to be doing all of that now. And see, I never did, uh, you know, boy, boy uh, scenes, you know, boy, boy, girl scenes. I'm going to be doing, mm-hmm. and I never did any of the, um, you know, BDSM stuff. I'll be doing all of that now. So my uh, audience is going to have a treat. My viewers is going to definitely have a treat this time that they didn't have before. Fantastic. So from our chats prior to the interview, I've come to discover you're a baseball fan, Detroit Tigers to be exact. Of course, I'm not even going to mention that my San Francisco Giants swept the Tigers four straight in the World Series in 2012. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I didn't I did mention it. <laughs> so, did, yeah. Oh, sorry. Gosh, I just that just slipped out. So um, when did you start watching baseball and what other sports do you like? Well, when I was a little girl, my great grandfather would have all of us, you know, around the uh, radio and we would be drinking lemonade and eating skins and we'd be listening to the game. That's how we were Ernie raised. Harwell, you know? Right. Yes. You know it. Yes, you know it. Ernie, er, Ernie was Ernie was an old friend, actually. Get out. Are you serious? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No, no. I knew I knew Ernie well from my my sports casting days. So, uh yeah, oh. I, knew, I, I knew Ernie from, a, in fact, I met Ernie when I was, shit, I, I met Ernie when I was like 17 or 18 years old. So yeah, I, I knew Ernie for, for years until he unfortunately passed, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Cause he was such a nice guy. I heard nothing oh, but nice things. Guy. And when he died, amazing man. oh God, it was like a, it was like a national holiday run. They celebrated and they mourned and, mm-hmm. um, know. you know, we just, when they won, you know, Kirk Gibson and oh my God, yep. everybody just like, it was like a holiday around here. And I know uh, I like the Pistons, of course, Isaiah Thomas, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, John Sally. And when they won, you know, it was, sure. just, it was just nice. I like base, you know, basketball and the lions and, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't follow like I used to the Red Wings and I've mm. met a lot of them, you know, they're good friends, but I cool. don't get into it like I used to, but you know, I just like to support my guys. And then when Bill Margot was living, he used to want mm-hmm. to get, have me, he would ask me, would I get him a Jersey, a Lions Jersey? He was like, God bless him. They keep losing. And before <laughs> he died, I was looking to get him a Jersey, his size. He was like, don't get it, kiddo. Don't get it. And I was like, I'm going to get your damn size. And he died before I can get him the jersey. Because he was born here in Lansing, Michigan. And he was like, you know, I I was where you are at, kiddo. I'm like, yeah. But he was like, don't do it. I'm like, I'm going to surprise you with, I'm going to get you an outfit, a Lions outfit. He was like, they keep Mm. damn losing. No. (laughs) But they did um, present him with a teddy bear before he died. You know, well, it's a nice, it's a nice jersey anyway. I like the color. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's a it's a true. it's a good looking jersey. Hopefully they will they will be better. We were talking about that before the show that there's yeah. there's hope there's hope in Lion Land. So we will we will see. <laughs> Isn't that at the least truth? The, that is at so least true. The nice. I got a chance to walk by it. So uh, at least the stadium's nice. So how did being a BBW and also a woman of color make it difficult uh, earlier in your career in porn? 
Well, when I first started, um, it was just starting to open up. And that was Mm -hmm. a new thing, being a BBW. And um, when I first got to Hollywood, I conferred with a BBW named Cindy Williams. And Mm -hmm. I, I, because I called a film company and he referred me to a a lady who he was shooting called, uh, it was a director, I can't remember his name. And he was uh, saying he shot a lot of uh, Cindy Williams and it was a good friend of his. I cannot Mm -hmm. remember his name because it was so long. We were talking like 2004. Okay. And I called, he, said, he gave me her name. He says, get some advice from her. And so she was like, it's not going to work. And she shot with Aerosmith in his videos. And um, she shot for a lot of musicians and rock stars. Cool. And when she tried to switch over to porn, they treated her so crappy. She was oh, very bitter. She was very, very upset. And she says, it's not going to work. And she says, you will shoot maybe twice or once a year. And uh, she shot a video for David Lee Roth. And hmm. um, she had a gang of BBWs. It did not work. And so she tried to make it, but it, it wasn't gonna, it wasn't happening. So when I went to go shoot, they were like, what are you, you know, what are we going to shoot you for and why? And at the time it wasn't called Ghosties. It was called Meet and Greets. And um, they were like, oh, you look different. You know, you're cute. You're exotic. And why do we want to shoot you? And so it was the director, the producer, and the owner of the company. And I had to get naked and mm-hmm. show them why they needed to pay me. So when <laughs> I got naked and I started what? Putting toes in, in ears. And they were like, oh, <laughs> you are so hired. <laughs> you know, exactly. and they hired me and told me they're going to pay me top pay. So wherever I went, I got paid top dollar. And I wasn't well received because at that time, this was like so new and it was a bunch of skinny gals and they were like, oh, oh, yuck. And she's a pig and she's nasty. And oh, look at that walrus. And and then it word got Mm. out. Even though they told me, you know, the owner, don't tell anybody where you're getting paid and you're getting paid more than the other girls. Um, we're gonna, oh, we heard she's getting paid more than us. And she's from Detroit. And why are they paying that fat pig? And you know how they tell you to show up at eight is your call time. And, you know, right. another shoot is 10 and another shoot is 12. And they all mm-hmm. showed up for me because I'm the new girl. And I'm like, oh, and I'm embarrassed because, <laughs> you know, I'm bigger than them. And they're like whispering and talking and everybody's looking at the new girl. And so... I'm like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed, you know, and they're whispering and they're talking nasty to me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, so then when they were like, okay, Sasha, you know, I'm out of makeup. They're done with the makeup. You're going to go over there and you're going to do this. And and so then the male talent was showing, he's looking at, oh, these big boobs. I got to lift this. And I wasn't well perceived because they're used to this silicone and these little gals and, you know, yeah. silicone is weightless, right? Here I'm wearing a, my breast was a 48L cup. That's heavy. So yeah. my breast at the time, each boob was 25 pounds. So we're talking 50 pounds, my boobs, right? Oh my so God. he's looking at, I got to deal with her for two and a half hours. You know, at that time, it seems two and a half, three hours. I got to pick this up for three hours. So the guy was like, ah. So he's like, so the director's like, Sasha, you're going to come over here and do blah, blah, blah for this scene. So the girls are like, look at this. Now, how? Let's see why she's getting paid more than this. I'm, I'm hearing this and it's messing me up in the head. 
when I walk over, do the scene, they're like, drop the rope. Now I got to walk naked in front of these tricks, right? This is what I'm thinking, right? So when they says, okay, start, I'm doing my double jointed thing. <laughs> Everything was quiet. All eyes was on me. They were it. like, let me have your autograph. Can I have your autograph? I love it. I got my respect right then and there. And then I started getting all these roles and I started doing, I started shooting like a slim person. I started getting four and five scenes a day. And then what they weren't supposed to do, a lot of the um, gaffers, the key grips, excuse me, um, can you come over here for a minute? Sure. I wasn't conceited. I wasn't cocky. I was very, very down to earth. I was cool to everybody. I treated everybody with respect. They were like, you're really nice. Because sure. you know how a lot of talent is. You know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm sure. the stuff. You know, I was so cool. And they were like, mm-hmm. you're really easy to work with. So I would get six or seven numbers. And they were like, my friend is getting a new company. And these are big companies today. And they were like, would you mind, you know, talking to him? Uh, they are opening up a new agency and company. Would you like to shoot? So I'm shooting, you know, for legit companies four and five scenes, the new opening companies who, this is my guy here. His name is John. You know, I'm shooting five. So I'm shooting 10 scenes a day. <laughs> and that's how it got one. After, and then I'm doing, Bill, my goal has me working for him and that, and the rest was history. So then I started shooting different magazines. And so it was some, some movie companies and it was some magazine companies who says, look, straight out, we don't do women of color. We don't, we only shoot Caucasian. Boom. That's it. I'm like, okay. And then they look at me and go, well, come over mm-hmm. here. Okay. Uh, so what they would do, they would light the picture up and then call me a Latino, even though I am multiracial, you know, German, <laughs> Latino, African-American, Irish, and Indian. They would, wow. paint the pic- they would, they would go ahead and they would lighten the picture up and they would says, you know, we only shoot Latin, but we're going to put you in this, and I'm like, oh, so I made history mm. there, and then they put me in the history books. I was like, okay, so I made history there too, uh, and they paid me very, very well. And I was like, okay, and then Pat Rasheen started working with me on the magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. What's your best memory, and what's your worst memory from scenes you've shot? My best memory was working with Dave Harden. Mm-hmm. That was a. Uh, I thought I was gonna die, but <laughs> it was it was fun. Um, we got along very well, and it was a fast and a very fun and shoot. I never knew what to expect. We were all over the the uh, mansion shooting, and mm-hmm. uh, he was very nice. And he he was he kept calling me Queen Latifah, right? <laughs> and um, I was like, what? And Ron Sullivan, the late Ron Sullivan, is who uh, had mm-hmm. him shoot with me for a movie. And uh, that was very fun. Um, he just was like, I'll take the lead on this. I says, okay. And I never knew where I was at. I was upside down. I was on the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, I thought, you know, he was, he grabbed the leg. I, I just didn't know where I was going to be at, but it was fun. He was very, very funny. And then um, the worst one, uh, it was a gentleman um, that uh, Xavier uh, had uh, hired from Xavier Films in Florida. And the gentleman wanted me to do a uh, a pissing scene. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and uh, he's like, piss. And I'm like, you want me to what now? 
and, and he wanted me to do a pissing scene in the shower. But that wasn't what the film entailed. He, he hmm. just sprung that on me. And yeah. um, I'm like, I'm, I was supposed to just, we was supposed to just do a straight boy-girl scene. It was solo masturbation in the boy-girl. But he wanted me to, I, I guess this was something new where they wanted the girls to start peeing. It was, this peeing mm-hmm. thing was something new. Yeah. He was really upset, which they were supposed to pay extra for the ping, but he wanted to get ping for free. And so hmm. he wanted to bring like six, two liters of water. And he's like hollering and he is hollering at me and trying to pin me up in a corner. This director, I cannot remember his name. And he's trying to make me piss in this uh, shower. That was the worst horrible thing. And so uh, when this guy, uh, the the guy that was in the movie name was Reno, he's Italian. Mm-hmm. He was like, back up off of her. You know, he had to get the director to leave me alone because this guy's trying to make me drink all these bottles of water to piss. And I, I'm like, piss what? Stand up and piss in the shower. And I thought, uh, so that was the worst, the very, you know, I never had anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? not cool. Right. Not cool. And, yeah, and he was trying to get me to piss so he can go and uh, stay in a place you have there in California called. Um, he wanted to go stay in Big Beaver for the weekend, so he wanted me to piss mm-hmm. so he can go to Big Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Big Beaver. Ah, oh, yes, there's some double meanings there. Okay, so uh, you you mentioned you took a break because of health. What was going on with you health-wise? What I would do was I would leave and then come back to take a break. And mm-hmm. every other year I would come back. Dirty Bob was like, yeah, don't burn yourself out. You know, go take a break, come back. Go. And every other mm-hmm. year I was known to go and come back because I never wanted to burn myself out. Like a lot of people burn themselves out. Yeah. And this one particular time, and this was like 07, because I was there in 06. I, I left. I'm going to come back in, in 08. That's what I'm thinking. I think so that mm-hmm. the last time I was there, I think it was 08. I'm going to come back. I was a registered nurse in my private mm-hmm. life. Now, like yeah. I said, I'm 311 pounds and I'm taking care of a patient. She was 300 some pounds. So what's that? 600 mm. pounds. She <laughs> grabbed me thinking she was going to fall. She fell oh. on top of me. Oh, fuck. It was snap, crackle, pop, Bruce. Ow. When it was snap, crackle, pop, she pissed on me. Oh, Jesus. I was like, whoa. When she snapped, crackle, pop, that was the end of your Sasha. And I was busted. Well, what were, what were, what were your injuries? Uh, she almost broke my back. She broke my knees. And oh, no. it was, I was strained and sprained and everything. And um, when they got through with me, they were like, uh, you will never do nursing again. She's crying and she's upset that she hurt me. And uh, behind that, I am going to be honest, behind that, doctors was like, um, you in bad shape. So I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, no, no. They was like, no, no, no. You, you, they said you got injured really bad. So uh, they uh, took me off of work Mm -hmm. and they says I was in such bad shape. I could not return to the nursing profession. And I Mm. was teaching to anatomy physiology at the college. So I go, okay, when I heal, you know, I'm going to go back. They were like, no, 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 no. So I Mm. did suffer a lot of the morbidly obese uh, you know, different health challenges. And mm. I got worse and worse. And so sitting and trying to convalesce and heal, I'm yeah. getting bigger and bigger. I'm eating and eating, you know, Jeez. and um, 
I start, you know, diabetes. You know, when you get big and you eat diabetes and and neuropathy and hypertension and sleep apnea and everything that comes with being bigger, bigger, bigger. And so uh, I had got so big, I couldn't walk. I was too big for my frame. I ended up Mm. being on a uh, walker and arthritis set in. And um, the heart got bad. And so my doctors was like, hey, you know, this is not cool. You're going down a downward slope. And I got conceited because I'm sitting, but I'm getting more boyfriends than the Lord allowed. And I'm like, well, I'm still, you know, doing good. And I'm drawing boyfriends. And the doctors was like, you're not, this is not cool. So yeah. I had got so sick. I got pulmonary embolisms at that time. I oh, wasn't yeah. able to fly. So at the time, directors and producers are calling me to come back. They need me to start shooting. But the doctor says I wasn't healthy enough to get on a plane because of the blood clots. So my health was deteriorating more and more and more. So they were like, they all surrounded me, neurologists, cardiologists, they were like, look here, you have to lose like 100 pounds ASAP. You're not going to see Christmas 2010. So I'm thinking it's a joke. I'm not taking it serious. How old uh, were you? How old were you at this point? I I was like, I was pretty young. I, I wasn't old or anything i was pretty young i just mm-hmm. was like living off the seat of my pants i was pretty young i yeah. just was eating up i just was sitting and eating up the world because i was sure. like just convalescent and um they told right, my mom you had nothing they, you had nothing else you could do sure nothing, nothing else to do but just sit and convalesce and right and they said you're clogging up your arteries and you're not taking this serious so they knew i was close to my mom my mom was my life you know and they right. were like look tell your daughter quit playing her heart's getting congested and so when she started crying, going, look, this is my only daughter in the world. She she was like, stop playing with your life. If I lose mm. you, I lose everything. And I just I just pictured her over my casket, you know, at a funeral. And I'm like, oh, sure. this is serious. So I tried Weight Watchers, didn't didn't do anything. I, and then I tried medical weight loss. They gave me some herbal speed um, and it sped my heart up. And now I'm in the hospital. So Gorgeous. they says, you know what? You need to lose this 20 pounds, 19. That's not going to do it. And so I was like, oh, stop it, y'all just lying. You know, let me get two double orders of ribs and chicken. I just <laughs> wasn't keeping serious. So they says, yeah. listen, you are not going to see Christmas 2010. So yes. I says, what do you want me to do? So they says, bariatric surgery. Right. Uh, that's the only thing that's going to make you lose 100 pounds. If you mm-hmm. So I did the um, the bariatric. And um, right. they says, okay, you're 311. Uh, you're going to get to be about 125 when the dust settles. You'll be about a size six. So wow. I did it. And I was like, I'm not going to be a size six. I'm not going to be. So at the end of the trail, I end up being a size zero. Right? Oh, no. That's what I am now. Wow. And so Good wait, let me hit you. At that time, I'm wearing a size 26, 28 dress, a size 11 shoe. And um, I was <laughs> a, a 48, uh, you know, around circumference around the back of 48 and I'm an L cup. So when the dust settled here, I, my shoe size went from an 11 down to an eight. And Gee. then I went in a 26, 28 dress down to a zero. And my then I, instead of a 48 L cup, I'm a 36 N cup. So. <laughs> huh. That's still pretty, di- that's still pretty darn big. Right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bigger cup. So instead of an L, I'm an N 
because yeah, I'm a small frame, but the boobs right. is bigger because I'm a small frame, but I never oh, lost God. the boobs, right? So then I'm trying to do my comeback in 14. So I come back. I'm like, hey, I'm Sasha. So people are not recognizing me because I'm a small my face is small. Right. So right. I just had clothes on. I didn't have a bikini. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hi, I'm Sasha. My fan base are like, you're who? I'm yeah. Sasha. They're like, you're confused, dear. Crack hit, honey. Crack kills, honey. <laughs> so, so I'm like, yeah, exactly, no, no. Exactly, exactly. I'm like, I'm Sasha. So they, they, so they didn't see that I had the baboons. So they were like, because all, all my pictures, had, I had clothes on. So they are like, you think you're who, honey? I'm like, no, no. I'm Sasha Brawbuster, and I'm back. My fans was like thinking I was trying to be conceited, and oh, you you're trying to be vain. You're hating on the BBW. I said, no, no. Why did you lose the weight? And I didn't say, you know, why at first. I'm like, no, I had to just right. lose the weight. And oh, we're not liking you. So I had a lot of hate mail, and oh, wow. we don't like you that way. And you look nasty, and you look like an alcoholic, and you're dry. That so then a couple of my fans says, you know what? They think that you just lost the boobies and you just this a cup for, you know what you need to do. This is what show them that you're Sasha. You're just a small frame Sasha. That Sasha's back. Do a do a bikini. So then I did the micro bikini to show them that I was Sasha. When I oh, showed geez. them what I was made of and I had the micro bikini, I got my love back. But it's still a few. Just had to shit. Sasha, you just had to show them the titties again. Yeah, and but it's still some. You know what? Ninety-five percent <laughs> of my fan base is like, "Oh yeah, she's back." But they're like, "Oh, we like you better now than we did before." But uh, yeah, there's always go, there's always going to be some who will prefer the Google, BBW. You know, we look. really like you better. You know, five percent is like we really like you better as a BBW. But the, <laughs> here's the thing: this is the weird thing. I have it's it's so weird, like because. You know how I've been in the business forever, but I still have like kids like 20. Oh, we see you're a new person that just got in the game. I'm like, son. Yeah. I says, your daddy know me. Okay. This, you're the second generation who's discovering me. And they're That's like, cool. oh, you're not new. I'm like, no, you knew. <laughs> That's way cool. That's way cool. That's good. How does that, how does that feel? It's funny. Cause I have some that will email me and go, my daddy has your magazines up on his bed. I was sneaking when mm-hmm. I was a kid mm-hmm. looking at you. So I'm on my second generation of like fans. And then I have some who go, are you new? Who just like discovering right. me like. But that's got to be right. really, but, but that's got to be really cool, right? Well, the other thing about it is I have, the other thing that I don't like about it is I'm more, this weird to me, I'm more popular now as skinny Sasha than I ever was this weird me out as bbw sasha mm-hmm. i have more stalkers than mm. i had when i was active so i'm like yeah, i haven't been careful. in the movie since 08 and here it is what 2022 but yeah. i have like tons and tons and tons of like you know fan mail going to my p.o box in my email and instead of it being like mainstream mm. it's more and this kind of like weirds me out it's more celebrities professional yeah. athletes, wow. uh, CEOs of like corporations, dignitaries, religious icons, <laughs> then the norm. And I'm like, they're like, do you know who I am? And I'm like, what? And they're like, please, we're the, re- we want you to do a comeback because we want to see you. So, so, so I would imagine, I would imagine Bill Clinton's got to be one of them, right? 
<laughs> no, but it's a lot of monks and not it's yet. a lot of uh, television pastors. And I'm like, say what, yeah. dude? <laughs> of course. Of <laughs> it, course. It's weirding me out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're the same ones who are who are anti-porn probably in their uh, – and, and they are. And, yeah, and it's so yeah. funny because I'm yeah. looking at these senators who are on TV saying this, but they're emailing me saying – like, oh, they, oh, would you sign my magazine? And I'm Come like – Come on, call them out, Sasha. Call them out. I, I want to, but I can't do that. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yes, yes. They're powerful people. How much weight did you lose altogether? 232 pounds. My dear God. So talk about that process. Now, you said you had the surgery, which I guess makes your your stomach smaller, right? I mean, that's the diet. Well, that's yeah, the idea. my stomach is the size of an egg. And um, if a lot of my friends go, do you have that hanging globs of gobs of gooey fat? And I says, no, I don't. Well, you know, you don't have that. I says, I, I had a, I had a, what you call a paniculectomy, but um, the mm-hmm. surgeon snuck and did a tummy tuck yeah. along with the paniculectomy. And a paniculectomy sure. is a fancy dancy word of saying they go yeah. cut off stomach fat horizontally right. but i right. didn't really have any because i mm. did crunches and stuff while i was right. losing the weight and if, if they said oh, why cool. don't you have the hanging skin because i lived weight while i was yeah. losing All right you worked out that's cool that's cool so talk about the process of losing that much weight it, it had to be difficult besides the surgery how did you do it well um people look at me and go you can never tell you was big. You know, when you look at my pictures and you see me in a bikini and they mm-hmm. go, people who lose that much, they have, you could tell they were big because they have like the hanging flags under their arm. The reason why you can't tell I was ever big, if you look at my pictures, is because when I was in the process of losing the weight, because they don't let you start working out until like eight weeks after the bariatric, is because, and I had the most invasive, which is the gastric room wide. That's what I had. The reason you can't, how I look the way I look, is I started lifting weights mm-hmm. and um, I was doing the ankle weights and the um, the dumbbells, okay? And then I never stopped. So even though I had the surgery cool. in 2010, to this day, I work out seven days a week. If you're like, do you think you're the Hulk? Sasha, wow. I work out. I, if you said, what do you do to stay in that shape? Because, well, I know I got to be naked, Bruce, on the film, and I don't want to make nobody <laughs> throw up and vomit and throw no tomatoes at me. So <laughs> I lift weights. Amen. I, I jog. I run. I belly dance. I do pole dancing. I bicycle. I do the resistance band. I do the resistance Thanks. ball. I um, do Pilates. I do isometrics, calisthenics. Okay. I'm doing... um you know, sex, 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 sex. I do the crunches. I did have like the tummy tuck. And Mm -hmm. so with all of that, and I'm doing stretches and stuff like that too. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so when I'm doing that, I do the stretches and the calisthenics and stuff. Uh, I'm doing morning Pilates seven days a week. And I do um, a bedtime exercise seven days a week. And then the older you get, you know, you have to do more because everything, you know, yeah. gravity as you get older. And mm-hmm. then when you lose that much weight, you have to do, you have to lift weights and tone and do strength training and resistance band. Because yeah. if you don't do strength training, when you lose that amount of weight, you know, you, you would end up having hanging skin. So yes. um, I do a lot of walking and then I didn't want to do traditional, Oh, just go ahead and walk. So I wanted something different to make me want to keep in shape. So mm-hmm. what I did is I chose to do pole dancing. 
and then I took yeah. pole classes. And then another thing I did, when you do um, have the gastric and why, you have a you go through a process, um, Bruce, called your malabsorbent, which means they uh, bypass, do a bypass of your intestines. So the upper portion of my intestines is not being used, which processes and digests fats and sugars. So mm -hmm. I don't digest and process and use vitamins, minerals, nutrients, and supplements. So I'm mm. malabsorbent. So I don't absorb it. So I have to take and buy from CVS, yeah. uh, vitamin D, vitamin B, vitamin mm -hmm. C, calcium, uh, and, and a woman's one a day. So, right. um, and vitamin B. So I, so if you, you drink milk, you will get vitamin D. If I drink milk, I don't get anything so I can end mm. up in the hospital. So I have to buy vitamin D. So, which means I have to take all of this every day, seven days a week, 365, which means it makes me the bionic woman. So it's mm -hmm. like, oh, you got to take all these vitamins. What does that mean? I have to get the doctors write me a script. And this is all bariatric related. The doctors mm -hmm. have to write me a script to do vitamin B12 um, twice a month because this by me not using that part of my intestines, it pulls it away. So um, sure. I have extra strength uh, that uh, a regular adult doesn't have. Mm -hmm. So I have to take this extra stuff. So it gives me extra energy. That's what makes me so strong. So yeah. I can lift weights almost like a guy. I'm strong mm -hmm. like a guy almost. So my libido yes. is like, um, I, I went through adolescence. I, I went through adolescence with the, uh, surgery. So my body doesn't think I am an adult. My body thinks I'm a teenager. So that's why my body Jeez. looks so young. So oh. my libido is like a 13 year old. So, so you, so, so you were, were you able to reverse all those, uh, all those, uh, health issues? Yeah. Everything left except my asthma. I have asthma and I have a seizure still, but, um, oh, wow. No more hypertension, that left. No more sleep apnea, Good. no more diabetes, no more heart problems. Everything left. The only thing that kind of like made me mad and they didn't tell me till I had my um, bariatric, they were like, Saj, uh, your body got confused with the hormones because it doesn't know about being small since you were a teenager. So I'm like, yeah, your body went through adolescence again. So the age you started your monthly cycle, I'm like, I was nine. When you had your month, when you had your bariatric, you went back to nine. So yes. I had, I redeveloped again. So that's why my boobs start growing and I'm like in cup, you, my butt. And I'm like, oh, so when I um, start taking the, the nutrients, minerals, supplements, vitamins, I start having a craving for guys like, you know, adolescents. So like, I, I don't, you know, okay, how can I say this gently? Uh, when I uh, was on the date naps, I, you know, a guy like my age, you know, they, they can't hang, you know, so only guys can hang is like a 22 or 23 year old. So like, I, Amen. you know, remember I said, remember I said the bionic woman with the nutrients, minerals, supplements, and protein powder, I, my libido, I can go like 12 hours straight with no, no break is, you know, it's the pills, you know, the vitamins and minerals, and that's the way I'm built, you know. You understand, right? <laughs> ah, yes, yes. It's per perfect, perfect for the industry. That's for sure. Yeah. So that's, so, the, that's the way yeah. I, the, the bariatric is make mix you like that. That gastric one way. Exactly. Wow. 
So why did you decide to come back to the industry? Because I got so many emails. They were saying how they didn't like the quality of work that was out there. They were saying mm-hmm. it's so much missing and they hadn't seen uh, girls with my quality of work. I'm like, what? And they were saying, mm-hmm. we watch your stuff like 18 times a day. And they don't, I'm like, what? And and they were saying they want to see me do my action as skinny Sasha. And I'm like, oh, can you still do your flexibility? I said, oh, I'm more flexible. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So that's what made me say, oh, they kept emailing over and over and sending this stuff to my PO box. So I says, I'll do this. And I kept getting a lot of runaround. That's what made me go to Coraline because she says, I'm a PR person. I can get you what you what you need. And mm-hmm. when I was trying to do this comeback, I kept getting the runaround and empty promises. And Coraline says, I can get you back. And I didn't know the game had changed and companies had shut down and people had retired and died. Oh, yeah. And so long hey, time. now I'm going to be in a long time company. in this industry. I mean, the life cycle in this industry is very short. Yes, it is. What other changes have you noticed in the industry since returning? And you mentioned the challenges that you got the run around. Have there been any others? You know what? I'm going to tell you something that's so weird to me. When I was last doing this, and I know I'm going to talk like a fossil, but your notoriety, your professionalism was on your merit, you know, how good you did, how professional, you know, your job, uh, you know, what you were known for, your skill, your professionalism. Sure. Now, what they say is uh, how famous or how popular you make it in a movie is how many Twitter followers do you have? I'm like, yep. excuse me? How many friends do you have? Is And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, how many votes do you have in if you're going to be in the AVN? So to me, that is something that looks like a challenge because if you're not into social media today, um, and they... To me, it's not about a skill or who you, it's like uh, you're a popular based on your followers. And if you are an influencer, not your ability, your talent, it's if you, you know, how many followers you have. And if you have enough followers or friend request or whatever, that's how you get your, um, how can I say, your filming credits. And I thought, what? And so you can be a person that can't act a lick, but if you have 200,000 followers, you can be known as this phenomenal, hey, you know, you can be mill for the year. And I thought, oh, what happened to the talent? What happened to the skill? And I'm not understanding, but that's the new way they're telling me how it goes. Uh, And I'm like, oh, because in my day, if you did a good job and Mm -hmm. you sold movies, you know, so they told me when I when I stepped in a movie company and I did a movie, I sold no less than one hundred and fifty thousand movies. Okay, And and but they say, no, that that doesn't work anymore. It's about who how many followers you have. And yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Social so, media has, social media has taken over the world. Yeah, Let's face and that's it. the way things good go. Or, good and bad, good and bad. You have to be on the computer. 
that's what they tell me now. So I'm like, okay, hmm. so you have to be able to talk to your fans where, you yes. know, before you would, you would do an email or hello and uh, how you doing fan mail. No, you have to mm-hmm. have a, so many, so many minutes a day. That's based on because if you're not in there in the, in your public's face every day, they say they forget you. Where hmm. it's, so it's not about again your work. They want you to give them their attention. Uh, right. That's different than you know. You didn't have to do that before. <laughs> right, right. So, so Sasha, how long do you see yourself doing porn, and what do you still want to accomplish? I basically would like to let my uh, fans see me, like they said, they want to see me do Sasha work and see if I still have the it factor. And I <laughs> says, yeah, it's, I didn't slow down. Matter of fact, I'm healthier than I was before. I enjoyed what I did, I, but I just don't know how long I want to do this because <laughs> I, in a sense, to be honest with you, I can't see myself on no computer all day. You know, I, I'm a performer, so I right. would like to, I'm probably going to be, because I have a, a agent who wants to promote me um, doing my dancing, mm-hmm. my pole dancing right. all yeah. over the world. <clears throat> and um, I know dancing, that's going to be something. I take care of my mother as well. I take care of my mother. Mm-hmm. Between taking care of my mother and performing, I know I'm not going to be one that, I can't give a lot of time on the computer, you know? Sure. So, and I know that's the way of today. So if I had to choose between performing and being on the computer, it would be performing. That's who I am. So maybe it would be two years and then I'm out or maybe five years and I'm out. And I know some people hire people to just do their computer stuff. So maybe that's what I got to do. But I'm a performer, not a sit down computer person. I'm just being honest. I'd suggest that. I know people, I'm not going to say who they are, who have a yes. whole team that does that. And, oh, beautiful. And they're, now they're able to travel. Um, we can talk offline about that. Um, yes. And I can, I can tell you who to talk to. Yeah, yes. absolutely. See, I, like, absolutely. I like performing. I would like to do some movies. I heard, like, you know, when I was in the game, it was magazine, magazine, magazine. Now I heard a lot of the magazines have gone wayside because I would like to shoot for score again and Hustler. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I heard like like I said, all oh, that's gone. I had heard, and a couple, a few. You know, because when I was in the oh, game, there still, was no browser. There was no. They're still around. They're still around. Okay, okay, because yeah. I had heard you know, so many left. You know, and so I thought a few, maybe three or four companies to shoot for, do some dancing, and then, you know, till I get bored. But you know, <laughs> uh, and that's about it. And give a good show, give a good, you know, performance. And right. I, I love my audience and my fans and, and right. that, that'd be about it. You know, uh, I used to love Bill when Bill passed, it just almost broke me because him and right. I used to love, you know, just giving back to the people. I get it. Well, Sasha, Hey, I'd like to thank you for being our guest today on adult site broker talk. And I hope we'll have a chance to do this again sometime well, I soon. Love- Thank you for having me. I love being here and it was a pleasure and you are so much fun. My broker tip today is part four of what to do to make your site more valuable for when you decide to sell it later. Last week, we talked about keeping your site up to date and making sure everything works. Next, 
Find new ways to monetize your site, such as sell advertising. If you've got a free site like a tube, that's the best way to monetize your site. If you have a tube, another way to make more money is to sell premium memberships. Offer free users one level of content, and for premium users, you can do things like give them higher quality or longer videos or both. You can also make the site ad-free for premium members. Start an affiliate program. If you have a pay site, this is a great way to increase your quality of traffic and get more joins. With all sites, you can figure out other upgrades and products you can sell to your users. Pay sites can also sell pay-per-view, where people have the option of paying by the scene for content they can't get on the site. This is also another way to charge users as opposed to a monthly fee. Sell them other products, like toys and novelties. Market your business. Do things to improve your search engine results. There are some great SEO consultants out there who can help you get higher search rankings in Google. If you want some recommendations, contact us on our site. List all of the benefits of your site in your marketing and how they affect the user. And of course, hire a great marketing consulting firm such as Adult B2B Marketing, which we also happen to own. We'll talk about this subject more next week. And next week, we'll be speaking with Mistress Carol. You're not going to want to miss that. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guest, Sasha Brabuster. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.